Good morning. I'm James Holman from The Washington Post, and this is The Daily 202 for Thursday, January 23rd. Here is an update from today's show. House Democrats charged with prosecuting the impeachment case against President Trump scaled back their fiery language yesterday following that scolding from Chief Justice John Roberts as they began laying out their case for Trump's removal from office for pressuring Ukraine to help him win re-election. But as Democrats softened their tone, if not their message, Trump and his fellow Republicans dialed up their partisan rhetoric, with GOP senators largely ignoring the Chief Justice's admonition and leveling scathing attacks against the trial's prosecutors. Democrats also appeared to shut down talk of a deal to secure testimony from former National Security Advisor John Bolton by offering to trade testimony from the son of Joe Biden, who was the focus of Trump's alleged pressure campaign on Kiev. The former vice president said at a rally in Iowa that he will refuse to be a party to any such arrangement. The Republican barrage was led by Trump himself, who in Davos, Switzerland, called the top House managers sleazebags while denouncing his impeachment as a hoax in disgrace. As he flew back to Washington aboard Air Force One, Trump stirred up a veritable Twitter storm as he tweeted and retweeted messages about impeachment, particularly from Republican defenders. By the end of last night, Trump had tweeted 142 times, the most tweets of any day in his presidency. That posturing provided a sharp contrast to the Democratic House managers, who struck a chastened tone in the Senate chamber. Saying that the Democrats had adrenaline going through our veins, House Intelligence Committee Chairman Adam Schiff began opening arguments on Wednesday afternoon by expressing gratitude for the attentiveness of the senators. And House Judiciary Committee Chairman Jerry Nadler, whose accusations the day before that GOP senators were engaging in, quote, treacherous behavior, truly incensed Republicans, made sure not just to thank Roberts, but also to thank the GOP lawmakers for their, quote, temperate listening and patience. They took this new tack because they realized that some moderates were planning to cite their tone as an excuse to vote against calling witnesses. Lisa Murkowski from Alaska, for example, said that she was very offended by Nadler accusing Republicans of treachery. At a news conference in Davos, Trump said he can live either way with the Senate's decision about whether to call witnesses at his trial. But he argued that testimony by Bolton could pose national security concerns. And he complained that Bolton left the administration on bad terms, perhaps because he fired him. Trump then said that he doesn't like anyone ever testifying at a trial when they don't leave his employ on good terms. Democrats seized on another portion of the news conference, though, when Trump praised his legal team and then bragged, quote, honestly, we have all the material. They don't have any of the material. Val Demings, a Democratic congresswoman from Florida, one of the House impeachment managers, said that comment provided more proof of obstruction of Congress, one of the two articles of impeachment. And indeed, the Trump administration has stonewalled and refused to comply with subpoenas from the House. Even on the first day of opening arguments, the seats of many Republican senators and a handful of Democrats were empty as Schiff wrapped up his remarks. Some members were standing against the back wall to stretch their legs, but others stayed out of the chamber for an extended period of time, even though the rules call for all 100 senators, like jurors at any trial, to sit in their seats for the entire time. Arguments continue today. Thanks for listening. I'm James Hellman. If you want to hear full episodes, find The Daily 202 wherever you get your podcasts.